1: You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction.
0: And now we go into the thick of it. Uh
1: oh. Uh oh.
2: Erin Addison's.
1: On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And um, Sherry B is over in Studio mm-hmm. CC. We are going to do our best. We're going to do our best. <laughs> okay. People like,
2: yeah, right. you know i hope i i just hope that people are like man but
1: i did want to hear that information i just hope that i mean i I, you know i I could be wrong and it could be like no mika no we're for real mad about it you know and that and that i i understand that people are perfectly within their right um to 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 hold on to those feelings um you know let those things simmer in your heart and the bitter,
3: I'm just kidding. <laughs> um,
1: But anyway, no, I just, I hope that people are like, man, yeah, you know, get the information. I think we do a fair job of voting the phone lines up on Friday and just letting it fly. Yes, Fridays uh, is always In the last good. couple Fridays, we've yeah. done that. Can't say what, what happened before. <laughs> but we're going to try it. We're going to try it today. We're going to see what happens. Um, So today, today, let's have a discussion. Since we're kind of in this vein and mm-hmm. all of these things are still going on, um, things are not changing a whole lot. Uh, Even as people are having conversations about how school is going to be done, whether or not people will continue with remote schooling, is it working for kids, will kids go back into the classroom context, um, what all of that is going to look like. It doesn't slow down people's other goals and objectives, which um, can be summarized as indoctrination of children, and it's still happening. And so we're going to take a look at one school district in Iowa, Mm -hmm. the um, Ames Community School District in Iowa. That is wrapping up a week of black lives matter at school. Um, A week of action. Black lives matter at school week of action. So um, this they're wrapping this up this um, on Friday. Tomorrow will be the end of this week of engagement where um, teachers were going to have to discuss um, a set of guiding principles through age-appropriate lessons and activities, like a couple principles each day.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, And
1: the purpose for this was to affirm all black identities, all black
4: identities,
1: (laughs) (laughs) all black identities, by centering black voices, empowering students, and teaching about black experiences beyond slavery. Um, So this is really interesting. So today's show is Smokescreen, Thy Name is Black. (laughs) Okay, that's that's today's show, (laughs) Smokescreen, Yes. Thy name is black, and um, we've often said this that if you can um well, Will, let me say, I mm-hmm. say we've often said this, uh, this is where I just claim your cleverness because we're one, yeah, but man, really ahead, it's ahead, you that. have been saying for thank you so much <laughs> you have been saying for a number of years yeah. that um everything rides on sort of black uh coattails, yeah, yeah, you know
2: like if you want to get something passed or through or. You know, you use the black struggle in order to get it through, whether, you know, it's whatever it may be, the homosexual agenda, Uh whether trans, trans, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. If you can tie it to civil rights and the black struggle, you got it.
1: That's it. And and it's so and and the thing that bothers me about it is that even as as we've had this conversation in a different context with a different audience and we'll say the same thing here, because, I mean, if if it's the truth, it's got to be the truth no matter where you tell it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you can't it's it's just got to be the truth. Right. And so the thing that bothers us, as we've talked about this, is that black people can't really see um, the abuse in that. Right. Can't really see like being used. You know what I mean? Like, And and even
2: because you see some uh, black leaders, you know, are complicit in helping to. You know, push that stuff along. I'm like, and use black people to do it and and
1: use and abuse black people, um, characterize things as hate that they know that's not hate. (laughs) And that, you know, black people who actually Mm -hmm. suffered and endured slavery, who endured their families, suffered through lynchings and all of these things, Jim Crow South, all of these things that truly are defined as hate. They would be looking at you with a switch in their hand.
2: Yeah. Right. It's it's amazing because I'm like, you were a part of that struggle. So, you know, being black is not the same as being homosexual. Come on. But now you're pushing that and you were a part, you were marching and all that. So, you know, that's not the same, but,
1: but you know where that comes from. And so this, this actually becomes a confirmation for the type of training that these people have all received. They may not have received by the book. Uh, quote unquote, we are trained Marxist training, Mm -hmm. but they are all operating from the same playbook. And this is one of the ways that you know it when they realize that we've got to clump together all of the oppressed people groups Mm -hmm. as we identify them. Mm -hmm. And we need all of these people to come together because we need the strength of their numbers, Mm -hmm. right? So we have to say, guys, listen, we all are fighting here for the same thing. We are all disenfranchised. We are all oppressed. And we may have different manifestations of that oppression and uh, we're disenfranchised in different ways, but let's all just stick together because we got to overtake (laughs) the man who's oppressing us Mm-hmm. And then we'll deal with each of your individual grievances once we are victorious. Wow. But the problem is there's never victory. Right. See you remember because we have to have a in this new Marxist society, neo-Marxism, you have to have a perpetually oppressed class that Mm -hmm. never ever has the option of getting out you can't work your way out you always need a victim Mm -hmm. you always need a victim you always need somebody who's angry because of something that they can't have or can't do and there is no better way than to maintain this perpetually indefinitely than to link it to somebody's identity this is who you are as a person and who you are as a person is forever and perpetually oppressed Mm -hmm. and so black people who have been sold this have also sold out to say, you know what, let's also say that the black struggle in America, let's say the black struggle in America can also be shared by the homosexual struggle, and let's say that it can also be shared by the transgender struggle. It doesn't matter what time you come to the party, just as long as you show up. (laughs) You can can be late, we could have been holding it down for you, you know, but just as long as you show up, um, then you can get in on this struggle because, hey, we need the numbers, and so what are black people told? They're told to just you know excuse the expression shut up mm-hmm. and stand there yeah. and 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 i mean literally stand there yeah. just just be a part of the mob because we need to, we need it to look authentic we need <laughs> it to look real all right we're not going to service your community Come on, okay we're, we're not we don't care about we don't care about your community at all okay and anyone who stands up and says that we don't care about your community, we will silence them as racist. And if they're black, then we will say they hate themselves.
4: Mm.
1: You see, they are denying themselves. They, they are in a sunken place. Mm. Right. And so then what happens is people are silenced. But then you have the people who are just like, mm, my identity is in Christ. So because I didn't exalt skin color, you can attack <laughs> it all you want. <laughs> it's Okay. Yep impervious to that attack I am I don't care right I don't care my identity is in Christ amen right and so I I am I look uh, well whatever let's just continue here so (laughs) so here we go this is this is what we are doing now to children and we are using the smokescreen of blackness and black struggle because very few people will have the boldness to stand up and this is why I said when we started the week off I said Christians who are black you better use your privilege (laughs) You better use your privilege. Christians who are black better stand up and say, oh, hold up a second here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Hold up a second here. Okay, now the word of God says this and this is what we apply. But it's going to take courage. It's going to take boldness. And for some people who are not used to being called an Uncle Tom, they're not used to being called a house Negro. Right. <laughs> They're not used to I'm, I'm just come on, man. If for some people who are not used to hearing these things, it's going to be jolting at first. Like I, I admittedly. Admittedly, Will the Great and I had some conversations. <laughs> we were like, whoa, wait, <laughs> this is the first time in my life I've ever heard that about myself. Like, you know, and, and so you take a step back and you have these conversations where you're like. Do we do we hate ourselves? <laughs> like, What right. is it something that we don't know right. about ourselves? You know? And then you don't want to go too far to the other side to correct it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be looking in the mirror being like, I love myself. Like, because then (laughs) then you have other issues you got to take up with the Lord, you know?
2: Right. (laughs) But it's because
1: these people cannot stand for you to, you know, go off script. It's crazy. By the way, it's a script that they have written. (laughs) And then they give it to you. They pass it out in your mailbox and stuff. All right. So here we go. The Black Lives Matter at school. Smokescreen, thy name is black. Oh man, smokescreen, thy name is black. And, and, oh, all right. Many of the uh, hundreds of comments on the district's Facebook post about this week of action expressed support, while others were concerned about what exactly children would be learning. <laughs>
3: of no, those, course, the, man,
2: I hope that yeah. would have been a lot of people.
1: No, at, no, it wasn't. And, and because smokescreen, thy name is black. Because mm. who's going to stand up and say, I have a question? About you know what you guys are going to include in this you know week of studies. Man, it should have been I have all a question. Parents. Should have been all parents, but probably most parents did not go and check out the thirteen guiding principles. <sighs> all right, and and so that's what we're going to do today because <laughs> I expect to see this replicated across the country mm-hmm. at some point. This will come nigh your dwelling. This will come to your kid's school, <laughs> and so what you need to do is dig a little bit deeper than just the announcement, right. than just the announcement, right? right? And and and. Man, once and for all, look, and this is what I say. Look, if, <laughs> if you're not given to partiality based on the color of a person's skin, mm-hmm. then you don't have that problem. Don't keep checking yourself for that. It's not, you know, it's not going to lie. Right. <laughs> don't keep, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying? Because people are going to accuse you of that. You don't need to keep checking yourself for that. The Lord truly, truly knows your heart. Hmm. He truly does. Amen. And so we've got to be able to stand up and we've got to be able to spot these things that are infiltrating our kids' classrooms. Right. They are they are infiltrating the family by extension. And and this is what this is what is upsetting the proliferation of the gospel, turning kids against their parents and their parents are sending them off to be indoctrinated in this way. Now, here we go. I want to read through this article here and then we'll take a look at the 13 guiding principles and um and and then read how that all breaks down. And then we'll also take note of the fact that they have a specific type of wording for the elementary school age kids, right? So <laughs> <laughs> this is for the middle and high schoolers. But then they also uh, went to the trouble to make sure. Oh yeah, they got it all that, planned out. All planned out. Break it down. All planned out. You know, you got little bitties, little every, bitties.
2: Everybody needs to know.
1: We want to make sure that your sweet beans are
2: indoctrination. You know, <laughs> indoctrination.
1: <laughs> oh man, these people get it, and and I will continue to say I don't understand why we don't. Man. I don't. They it's, work and, hard, too. They work hard. They Man. work hard. Man. So here we go. Mm-hmm. The 10, um, I'm sorry, the 13 guiding principles listed, and this is what they're covering this week in this Iowa school district here, this Ames Community School District, All right. Uh, include support for or involve discussions about restorative justice, empathy, loving engagement, diversity, globalism. Globalism? What <laughs> does that have to do with?
2: Oh, never mind. Okay, Good.
1: <laughs> go
2: globalism hmm they give
1: but you know most people are just like well but but no but they said black so just focus on that i mean it's a smoke screen it's you don't hear globalism because it's just black right so um affirmations of queer and trans people what uh, Wait, does what does that have to do what <laughs> what is what do you what Dead okay give away black women privilege which why okay anyway privilege and challenging patriarchal and nuclear family structures in order to make spaces welcoming for all families. Uh? And there it is—a beast with no neck. There it is. <laughs> there it is, right there. The destruction oh, of the family in go. the classroom under the guise of um, justice. Why do you want to teach that to the children? Anyway, because we need to change society. Oh my goodness! You—we've already been over it. Yeah, you already know why this it's is still. <laughs> We've already been over it. They've already told us. We already know. Okay. Here we go. The district stated on its website that the Black Lives Matter at school movement is not formally affiliated with the Black Lives Matter <laughs> Global Network or any other movement mm-hmm. for black lives organizations, sure. but is a push to improve schools for black students, teachers, and families. So what?
2: Look, BLM, the organization, don't care. Like, they you don't still, care. You're
1: still pushing us. They don't care. you still pushing the only, ideas. I'll tell you, BLM, the organization, only cares... If this particular initiative was trying to holla at them for shekels,
2: yeah. No, if they, you guys you are coming to us ideas for resources, yeah, <laughs> exactly
1: right. But you're not getting any of the corporate funds that we mm-hmm. have. You're not. You're. You do not come to my suede purse. <laughs> Don't come to my pouch and ask for shekels. All right. But if you're doing this through your own school's resources, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all of us.
2: Do We work. got
1: the fist in the air. Mm. But we'll put that fist down when you start asking for shekels. (laughs) All right. We'll we'll take a break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back.
2: Brings joy in my sin.
1: In Iowa, the Ames Community School District is wrapping up its week of Black Lives Matter at School Week of Action. Mm. And um, uh, this is necessary because (laughs) children need to be trained to empathize and Mm. to understand and um, to recognize their privilege.
2: They need to be indoctrinated.
1: Welcome back.
2: <laughs> Welcome
1: back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. I'm Miki,
2: and I'm Will. And as all my praises goes to you, the Walls Group.
1: Sherry B is over in Studio CC. Back to this article here: the movement, which again, February one through five, um, a, couple <laughs> a couple principles, a couple principles looked at um, a day by teachers to make sure that kids um, one are probably checking their privilege. Um, realizing that they are advantaged in ways that, uh, the black people they would happen to encounter, um, are not advantaged. And, um, also furthermore, just to, you know, feel bad about that and mm-hmm. feel bad about that. And, and we can do a deep dive on that someday about, um, the effects of guilt unresolved and, and what we, in, in fact, we've done that before we could do it again, right. um, because it hasn't changed. Right. Right. All right. So here we go. The movement, the movement this week of Black Lives Matter at school week of action. That's Mm -hmm. probably not the best way to say that, but that's part of how it's written here. The movement is a call to schools across the nation to say and show that Black Lives Matter within the school walls and in the policies and practices that impact the lives and futures of black students. Now, again, remember, this is at a school district in Iowa, but this will be replicated, has already been replicated in school districts across this country. So this is not limited to Iowa, basically, is the point that I'm making. Back to the article, Anthony Jones, the district's equity director. Hmm. He had a position for that. <laughs>
2: All right, we talked about this what yesterday? Okay. Yeah, equity we did. versus look, equality.
1: Look, look, uh,
2: wow, they got positions <laughs> you for something. equity.
1: You know? Let me tell you something. As the Biden administration continues to get ramped up and to, um, you know, clamp down on, you know, a lot of uh, people's means for employment and opening businesses and all of those things. And and you'll see it increasingly. And as they continue to push out this whole thing of equity, you know, a lot of people, and and, and this is very sad, a lot of people will lose their jobs, have already lost their jobs, by the way, because of action that the Biden administration has taken, right? So a lot of people will lose their jobs. Um, If you're willing to sell out, you can not only... Remain employed, mm-hmm. but um, you can really, as they say, come up during this time <laughs> if you're willing to sell you out. Can
2: come up, so yeah.
1: You can come up if you want. And like if you if you feel like your employer has not really respected your skills, mm-hmm. you know, all you've got to do is become an equity expert.
2: Man, might get yourself that, some.
1: Tra- I'm just saying, get yourself <laughs> some. Tra- oh, I don't. You don't,
2: you don't like working with me. You, you don't think Tim? Okay, you don't think Tim, Tim will go for that. I mean, you <laughs> might. <laughs> <laughs> Equity director <laughs> Will Addison <laughs> for AFA. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Anyway. Um this is I mean, you know, this is man, this um, is crazy. But anyway.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. So- Okay, it's just because my brain is so animated. <laughs> I know. You're probably I thinking just, about so many different things. I can see it. I <laughs> can, I just see you going over to Tim's office and just like a Hey, 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 mm. you know what we need around here? Equity. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start the training. How many employees can I get oh, to show up? Oh my goodness. Send in an email. Everybody interested in the equity. <laughs> equity training. Um, <sighs> will the just okay is now (laughs) in charge because they would remove your greatness. (laughs) I mean, your greatness cannot remain if you you sell out in this way. Anyways, here we go. Anthony Jones um, is the district's equity director, Mm -hmm. and he told the school board last Monday, quote, "Uh, we're not trying. Now listen to this. This is really amazing to me. We're not trying to change students and families. We're not trying to fix them. But we are attempting to dismantle, huh? to fix, hmm. and reimagine Gee. our current school environment. Oh, I'm telling
2: you, mm. these terms, these words, y'all need to pay attention to these words. Mm. Like, that reimagine, and yeah. that, those are buzzwords.
1: then reimagine. I'm telling you, um,
2: dismantle. So, okay.
1: So, um. you're not trying to change families. You know, I want, <laughs> okay, um... You know, it's like that phrase that people use when when they say, "You know, I don't want you to take this the wrong way." Mm. It, it it causes you, you to know brace. About to
2: go down. It's
1: it's something <laughs> that you know they know
2: mm-hmm.
1: that it's a you know this is really gonna it's hit gonna them gonna right be here. Tough. You understand what I'm saying, <laughs> right? You know, I've heard people jokingly like, "Well, then give it to me the right way. Like, make sure you you know." Um, it, it's when a person gives a, a disclaimer and I know this because I probably am the queen of disclaimers. Cause I really, I have a desire deep down to be understood. And I want to make sure that I speak clearly on things that people know where I'm coming from when I, when I mm-hmm. say what I'm saying, you know? And so I, I understand disclaimers, but one of the things that I observe and, and also it's because I pay attention to the way people speak and the things that they say. And sometimes I think it reveals what, what they're not saying sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time, mm-hmm. right? You can go too far with that, but sometimes, when people say, and I'm not saying this, it could be that they're just trying to bring clarity so that you don't go to that place. Mm-hmm. But with these people, I actually feel like that is what they're saying. Right. I, I feel like, no, that is, that's what you're saying. You just right. don't want us to think that. right? And I that agree. may not be fair to them. Yeah. And I'm open to a discussion no, where we talk about fairness and equity. So that may not be fair to them. I agree. But I actually believe that when they say we're not trying to change students and families, I, 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 it's hard for me to believe that that's genuine.
2: If you, if you're ready to implement a BLM week, come on, man, you're trying to change families. Correct. I mean, you're trying to dismantle, like, come on, man. Like really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and once you start to look at their 13 guiding principles, their 13 (laughs) guiding principles, it's very clear that that is precisely what they're trying to do. Exactly. And so to have this statement that so he's doing lying yeah. <laughs> A-
2: Anthony Jones, the equity director,
1: is lying. He's lying.
2: Man, come on, man.
1: Oh, man. Um, anyways, but you want to be him, though? OK, I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Jones said, last year's national Surge in sales of books dealing with race, racism, and white supremacy following the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police showed him, quote, there's a desire to learn about how to interact with differences of those um, who who don't think like you. That's exactly what it says. I don't know if there's a word missing. I would have put the differences anyway. But there you go. Basically, he's saying there's a market. People are showing interest and, and, and so they have questions. And mm-hmm. so interstage left, the equity directors, mm-hmm. um, e- equity advisors, the equity overseers, the equity yeah. lords. Oh, I'm sorry. Too far. but They're <laughs> all here.
2: Equity czars. How about that?
1: The equity czars. And guess what? You you will have to pay them shekels for their services. Oh,
2: yeah. This
1: is an industry.
2: Yeah. It, to, to not pay them, would, <laughs> that wouldn't be that's showing a, equity. That's
1: oppression. That's oppression. That be, right. That's exactly right. Oh, I'm not here man. for my health. Um, anyways, uh, Jones said that as a district, uh, the desire is to be quote intentional about expressing our care and recognizing and affirming our black students in our district by celebrating black joy and success and not just discussing educational achievement gaps. But Mm. really though, Jones, isn't that what you should be discussing,
2: man, you should be trying to figure out what's going on there, like in fixing
1: if your kids can't do math at your school. That's a problem. And if your kids don't read good. That's a problem. I, I said that on purpose. I'm,
2: I, know. Okay. I know. All
1: right. All right. Here we go. I just
2: see. I would say they like that for real. But anyway. But that's OK. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could still be a director. Um, Listen, if you're if your kids are not proficient in reading. Right. And they're not proficient in math. Right. Isn't that what you should that's be discussing? Problem. That's a problem. And, and, and look, there is this, there is this understanding, and, and nobody really likes to talk about it, but I'm telling you, it is so eye-opening. If you take a step back and you go back to your traditional classroom and, and mm-hmm. go back to your years of being in the classroom, mm-hmm. man, you'd say, okay, so um, let's identify who do we know. And, and maybe if you're not comfortable saying who's the smartest kid in class, maybe you could say who tends to score highest on the assignments in, in your class when you were in school by ethnicity,
2: <laughs> um, no, and that's he, okay. Don't mention oh, okay.
1: it. This, everybody just think about it. I don't want you um, to get in trouble, dear. I just want everybody no, else to truth. come face to face with their own meanness. You you face that on your mean. on your own. All right. Well, that's okay, dear. That's okay. You were making your friends laugh, and that's okay. Everybody needs Stop. that. You told me that. Oh, is that am wow. I revealing too okay, much? I'm, so, okay. I'm
2: sorry. Aaron addison's
1: I'm sorry. You were a good student. You were I'm not.
2: All right, uh, <laughs> let's get back to, to Mr. Jones it. and equity. Back to
1: Mr. Jones and equity. Let's focus here. We should be talking about the educational achievement gaps. That's, that's precisely what we should be talking about when we talk about education, mm-hmm. when we talk about school. That's precisely what we should be talking about. But now you're suggesting that we go a step further And uh, we start talking about family structure and we start talking about human sexuality and sexual identity and globalism. Globalism. Come on, man. I mean, wherever you put me on the globe, if I can't multiply, divide and all of these things, I'm I'm not going to be able to do it there. I'm not I mean, right. I'm not going to be able to do it anywhere. I'm not trying to sound, you know, (laughs) green eggs and ham. But really, (laughs) let's talk about the educational achievement gaps. But they don't want to do that because it shows that there is an ideology that is con- connected to this indoctrination there. Obviously, this is not just about ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is not just about reading well and reading comprehension.
2: Look, and this is not about helping blacks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Okay, did you anyway. want to did you want to unpack that?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, okay. this yeah, is not.
1: No, the reason I ask that is cuz you mentioned something earlier when we were talking about this the makeup of this particular school district
2: yeah, is
1: of course very telling as well.
2: Right. So it's, you know, it's just like just like black lives matter is not really for helping blacks. It's, there there there's a big what? Uh homosexual, transgender, lesbian, all yes. that stuff. When you're talking about global globalism and yeah. and and dismantling the family and all that kind of stuff, that's what it is all is it's about marxism.
1: It's about advancing marxism. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And um, unfortunately, many people have not done the deep dive and and not I'm not talking about into the ideologies themselves, although that would benefit us a lot to know exactly where these people want to go and what they hide behind. But really just to understand in, in modern, simple terms, what the conversation is when these people are speaking today. Like, you don't even have to go back to the old textbooks. Just listen to the conversations and what they're talking about today and how that has no bearing on what your kid will need. Well, historically, had no bearing on what your kid would need to succeed in America. Let's do this, though. Let's talk about uh, why parents are never going to be able to fight this until they decide that they're willing to take what arrows, whatever arrows come in, in their direction. All right, So, so you're never going to be able to fight this until you decide that whatever arrows come at me I'm going to take those because that's the position I'm in as the parent. That's what that's what mm-hmm. I have to do. I'm I'm tasked by God to protect my young. Yeah. That's I mean okay. that's very basic, right? So in this article there is a parent, a woman, let's see. Okay, a woman by the name of Eve Letterhouse. Eve Letterhouse. And I want you to listen to this. I'm going to read this to you. And okay, so Eve Letterhouse said, she felt the district had overstepped the bounds of what's up to parents to teach their children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Concerns she was not alone in virtually expressing at the at the meeting or or elsewhere. This article says so. In other words, there are other people who who shared this concern. Okay. Eve Letterhouse, in her own words quote, In the same way, I am not in the place to tell any of you how to raise your own children please stop making decisions that are doing the same to us, end quote. Mm. In other words, I need to raise my kids. You cannot raise my kids. I have, I have, I have trusted that you would um, teach them <laughs> reading, <laughs> writing, and arithmetic, and you have replaced that for what is important to you, right. your worldview and right. your ideology. And this right. has been going on for a long time. Now listen to this and specifically Eve letterhouse gives the reason why she stands in opposition to what kids are being taught under the guise of black lives matter rhetoric, right mm-hmm. back to the article while she said her family embraces diversity of thought quote and like you, we teach our children to love all people no matter how they look, think or act in quote. She was concerned that the sections of next week's curriculum focus on affirming trans and queer people, mm. which is contrary to what her family believes about human sexuality and family values. Mm. Go ahead, Eve.
2: Yeah, but she's a hater for that.
1: And you know who pointed <laughs> it out? A local pastor. Uh,
2: what? That, that, what? A local someone, pastor. someone
1: uh, back to the article oh here, goodness, here we go. Jen Hibben, a pastor and elementary school parent, characterized all opposition to the week of action, Mm. no matter the opposition's stated concerns as rooted in racism and bigotry. (sighs) Let's quote Hibben here. Wow, That opposition has made it so abundantly clear why we need this programming, why there's a need for Black Lives Matter at school, end quote. In other words, the kind of opposition that's coming from Mrs. Letterhouse, mm-hmm. right? The kind of no. It's just that we want to be in charge of like teaching our children values and all. That kind of opposition is exactly why we need this week.
2: In other words, Mrs. Letterhouse is Bull Connor. Yes. And so we need yes to help indoctrinate yes. our kids. Yep. Because of her, people yep. like her.
1: Yep. Mrs. Letterhouse just tripped Ruby Bridges. <sighs> just tripped her. Just right. tripped her. Her books went flying. That's that's who Eve Letterhouse is, and that is why. We are calling this a smokescreen. You see, this is because you can't have a conversation where you say, no, I, you know, I believe that people are made in the image of God and we value and we respect that. But we are not going to teach our kids sexual norms that are contrary to what the word of God says. Right. We're not we're not going to teach them that that is normal and that that is acceptable. And if you do that or say that that's rooted in racism and bigotry. Mm. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll grab the break and we'll be right back.
3: You know me better than I know myself.
1: Are you singing. I was. Welcome back. Aaron Y'all the Addison's me? on Amer- I, I heard you. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's <laughs> okay. on American Family Radio. It's fine. I mean it's you know it's good. It's single Sarah Reeves. Her voice is pretty high though, Will. I, was I mean just I wasn't <laughs> singing that. <laughs> high. You just You're yeah. just kind of there just yeah. like maybe an octave below or so. I don't know anything about music. But yes. <laughs> yes you do. Okay. Anyway. wonderful welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki.
2: And I'm Will and that's Sarah Reeves with details.
1: All right, Sherry B., let's fire up the phone lines here. 888-589-8840. Are you ready? 888-589-8840. And while your calls are getting queued up via the wonderful and competent and patient (laughs) Sherry B., thank you so much. Um, I will just point out some more information necessary for this story. You talk about the 13 guiding principles, um, the Black Lives Matter at School guiding principles, Uh, Number one, restorative justice. Um, And in the interest of time, I'm not going to read all of the description that is under each of these points or each of these principles, except the ones I think need um, your attention.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Globalism is number five. Globalism is number five. Uh, We see ourselves as part of the global black family and we are aware of the different ways we are impacted or privileged as black folk. Who exist in different parts of the world? You know, it's amazing. You can almost hear the conversation where it's like, uh, "Globalism needs to be on there." Globalism, <laughs> but, yeah. And then, and I'm, then, and then you got like, you know, you've got the the runner who's just sort of like, "Man, I don't know how do we how do we make that a black thing? Like, how I, do we?" You I, know.
2: I, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't just say like climate change, or, or maybe they put that on the globalism, but. You know,
1: It would all go there, and, yeah. and 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 I would say that that is probably happening without um that's probably without the emphasis without yeah okay. mm-hmm. probably yeah. so you're probably uh, about that. it's everywhere you look right. uh, so here we go thirteen um, guiding principles we got globalism uh, queer affirming we're committed to fostering a queer affirming <sighs> network when we gather we do so with the intention. Oh, this is taken directly from the website. Uh, we we do <laughs> of so with a part the intention Black Lives
2: Matter. not yeah. at all yeah.
1: of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking, or rather, the belief that all in the world are heterosexual unless she, he, or they disclose oh, otherwise. Foolishness. Goodness. Number seven: Trans affirming. Remember, this is the Black Lives Matter emphasis week. Black Lives Matter enf- emphasis week. Okay trans affirming we are committed to embracing and making space for trans siblings to participate and lead we are committed to being self reflexive and doing the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk especially black trans women who continue to be mm. disproportionately impacted mm. by trans antagonistic violence that
2: is straight off the site <clears throat> like wow. they, they just went on the head and,
1: and, and, and paste. please remember That this is for children. Just remember that this is for children. Okay, I'll read to you a couple more and then we'll go to the phone lines Uh, intergenerational. Now, this is really interesting. I hadn't really heard talk of this before, but interesting here intergenerational now the enemy revealing so that there is no room for doubt that he understands the value of children and generations teaching. Right. And working Dang. together. Why don't we to create get it? it? Why don't we get it? We get it. Come on. All right. So here we go. Number nine. Uh, we are committed to fostering an intergenerational and communal network free from ageism. We believe that all people, regardless of age, show up with the capacity to lead and learn hmm. Two more black families. We are committed to making our spaces family friendly and enable parents to fully participate with their children. We are committed to dismantling the patriarchal practice that requires mothers to work double shifts that require them to mother in private, even as they participate in justice work. And that has to be coupled with number 11. And then we'll go to the phone lines here, black villages. We are committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another. And especially our children, to the, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. Really? What if I say I'm uncomfortable?
0: You're what happens
1: then? Is, <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I get to be uncomfortable? No, like, you don't. That's right? your
2: bull Connor. Exactly. You can't be uncomfortable.
1: There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. Smoke screen. Thy name is black. Will the Great, where do we go first?
2: All right, let's go to Donna in Louisiana. Hi, Donna.
4: Hey, y'all. Y'all have been such an encouragement to me. Um, I'm a widow of four years now, and mm. y'all have oh, just sorry. helped me in my—oh, that's fine. My husband's with the Lord, and I'm glad he's not seeing this right mm. now. But mm. <laughs> anyway, um, I want to just thank y'all, and I know that a lot, a lot of people are going to just gain a lot of strength from everything that you're saying about this, and I'm just glad that y'all are out there with this. And I just pray against this darkness all the time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Amen. Thank you, amen. Donna. Donna,
1: thank you so much. And Man. and by the way, also thank you for your accent when you called in. <laughs> just being from Louisiana. Yeah, I so. love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it just makes me think of like Boudin. You know. And <laughs> anyways, God bless you, Donna. Thank you for your encouragement. Well, the great, oh, where oh. do we go next?
2: All right, let's go to uh, Dougie in Virginia. Hi, Dougie.
3: Hi. How are you? How you doing? Hello. <laughs> I'm milking. <laughs> right. I'm ninety years old. Yeah, it says you're I ninety years old. Wow. Yeah, man. Well, you never know what you. I mean, I can run a mile. Um Ooh, come uh, on, uh, I, got a, I, I got an expression for you. Uh, uh, you're black, aren't you, sir? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm nothing I'm, wrong with that. I'm and melanated. I'm going yes. to tell you why. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful, and doesn't go well with white. Ah, <laughs> 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 that, <laughs> that <around>. yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. And you, you were talking about uh, teachers helping uh, children, to, and and it seemed like your your feelings were against teachers helping children. Am I wrong? And other than math, math, uh, reading, and writing, my teachers helped me immeasurably when I was in school. Mm. If we had a Bible, and we we talked about. I mean, that's want to make my, That's what I got from what you said. The way you said it. Okay. Oh, I, I don't I'm, look, I'm, I Disagree with that completely. Yeah, I do okay. yes. that. Teacher, no, Dougie, thank you so much. Let me go ahead. Go ahead. It's town it takes a, takes a town to raise a child. Remember that expression? Yeah, I don't tell totally Yeah, agree I think it that. was it
1: takes a village. Uh, but here's here's what I say. Here's what I say, Dougie. Yeah, he said town village whatever. Um, let me say this first of all, so you, much Dougie. respect for your 90 years of living. Man. I I just have so much respect for that. Um, I appreciate the way you started out your comments with a little bit of humor there because that's that's so important. Uh, let me just say, I think that schools have changed just a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. Um, you did and mention high school. the Bible
2: when he yeah. talked about school. <laughs> exactly.
1: And and let me also say that ideologies have shifted. Yeah. Um. So what we once considered trustworthy help from teachers that may not have been limited to math and reading, Um, you know, English and all of those things. Now, what we're contending with is an ideology that is in opposition to the parents who are sending these kids off. So there was once a time where parents could trust, hey, if coach kept you back for a second and said, hey, I want to talk to you, man. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. If coach kept you back and said you could there was there was a sense of trust that that coach was going to do no harm. Mm -hmm. Right. That that coach was not going to tell that kid something that was different altogether from what the parents who sent him to school had told him maybe just that morning or last night at dinner. Mm -hmm. But that's no longer true, Dougie. That's that's no longer the case. Now, what parents are contending with is that, hey, you know, You're supposed to be teaching my kid math, and I really wanted to just stay there because all of the things that you're bringing now that you call help is actually not help, and it's counter my values. Right. And so that's where schools are. So I would say, and taking all of that into consideration, no, we don't want that kind of help, I I would say. yeah. Well, the Great, would you add to that?
2: No, I would agree. I would agree. And, And, you know, I... I don't submit to the village raising the child either because, well, you know, I have to know what village. I say village. we choose the, vi- the yeah, village. Yeah, yeah, we have to know the village that's raising the child because some of these villages are, are jacked up.
1: That's right. Look, I'm, I I will I will tell you, I have a village. I, I have a, um, a local assembly here that if you would call it that, you know, we call it the body of Christ. Okay. <laughs> um, but if you want to call it a village, then yeah, I, I, I trust that village. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I've got, we've got brothers and sisters that we're in community with that, man, we know they love Jesus. Amen. There is fruit produced in their life in keeping with repentance. Right. And so we know that they are followers of the Lord and there is a like mindedness. There is a unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Amen. Right. And so that village, I trust. Okay, um, but this sort of like just send your kid on out to school and and we'll take them their hours from eight to three. Uh no, no, I don't trust that, and I and frankly, I don't, I don't think any parent should. I don't mm-hmm. think you just let your kid go off and it's all gravy. I'm glad right. parents
2: ask questions, you know. Yes. although it might have been just a few, but still, you know. yes, exactly right. right. Let's go to Terry in Texas. Hi, Terry.
4: Hi, how are y'all doing today? Doing good. Hello. Good, good. I was wanting to just call up today. I had to uh, look up this radio station and find out where you guys were, how I could find out more about this program. I personally just feel so blessed that you guys are out there and trying to share your message. It's what we need so badly right now. There's a lot of nefarious agendas going on Mm. all over the place. And, you know, uh, we as people, people people that's in Christ need to be able to bring awareness and you know we've got so much working against us with you know the media and people just spreading lies to try to cause division and right now what we need is the truth and I was I, I listened to Thomas Sowell and like mm. economics uh, professors and things like that just mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on today but it is just so refreshing to be able to hear you guys I'm a 100% supporter and listener now um, the awesome. lady that transferred me over to you guys uh, told me how to download the app and get your information. And I just personally am going to make it my responsibility to share this message to as many people that will listen. And my prayers are with you guys and just keep up the great work. Oh, thank you mm, so God much, bless
2: you,
1: Terry. Terry. That is so encouraging. Appreciate thank that. you very much for that. Awesome. Uh, will the Great, where do we go next?
2: All right, let's go to uh, Teresa in Washington state. Hi, Teresa.
0: Hello. How are you? Good. Hello. Hey, listen, I just want to say, I, I you have no idea how grateful I am to hear your radio station. They, the other woman mentioned the app. She, did, I didn't hear about the app, but I gotta get it. I'm gonna find it somehow because I'm definitely gonna share it. I, I worked as a activist in the state of Washington for for many years. I lived in the state of Washington as a mother, a homeschooler. And trying to do my best to keep my children away from what I know to be a very diabolical education mm, system. Mm.
2: Come on. Mm.
0: No, you're right about yes. it. Go ahead. The kind of opposition was so strategic where it would be things happening right up under your nose, but mm. the object is to never write it in the books, never yes. put it in policy. See there's things that are happening that they never put pen to paper. Mm-hmm. And because we can't put our hands on it, but then the Father calls us to pay attention to things in the spirit. Mm. And one of the things I, I can see when it comes down to black, you know, some people call us black, Negro, Israelite, Hebrew, Israelite, <laughs> so it, however you want to call us, but the melanated people here mm-hmm. who were a part of that whole slave diaspora. With us being very spiritual people, having the type of connection to the Most High that we have, it is important. I mean, this is one of those things that the enemy, he's carved out black children, as you can, you want to call them that. He said that these are going to be the future prophets. These are going to be the future leaders. These are the ministers, the priests. These are the Israelites. And if he can possibly single them out and destroy that whole DNA, get rid of that bloodline. They're talking about how by the year, what is it, 2030 something Mm. more than 58% of African-American Negro, Israelite, black, whatever you want to call it,
1: (laughs) males will be homosexual. No.
2: Yeah. Teresa, let me me just say this, but go ahead me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I just wanted to jump in because we only have a little bit of time left. I want to say this, I want to say that to the the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, those of us who know the Lord, God, by his benevolence, has given us godly offspring. Amen. Right. There is a certain expectation that we have for all of our children, regardless of the color of their skin. I just want to say yeah. that. But what I'm talking about today is a very sinister attempt to indoctrinate children, but to play on other people's emotions who don't want to be seen as racist, Mm -hmm. who don't want to be seen as showing partiality because it's not true of them. Do you understand? People who are really given to partiality don't care if you know it. Like they're mm-hmm. not but where this really hurts people is it's the people who genuinely love people and see people as made in the image of God and yet they want they don't want to have to check that at the door so that their kid can be educated. Yeah. Right? And, and, it, and oh, it, gonna
2: say it's not uh, a skin color thing. We're talking no. about this is, you know, something that is spanning, you know, whatever uh ethnicity. It's a move I, to man, get the kids.
1: I, man, you know, oh we we don't have enough time here. The enemy has worked over time as it pertains to skin color in this country. Yeah. Man, he's he has done a job on us here in this country as it pertains to skin color. But ultimately, the end of all things, that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The aim is destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. The aim is destruction. And the aim is the souls of men. That's right. Man, we've run out of time. I'd I'd like to unpack this a little bit more, but we can't. Until tomorrow, (laughs) Lord willing.
2: God bless.